0: Hey friends, this is a bonus episode on the Ash and Ivy show and no intro, nothing, nothing, just jumping right in with some thoughts. I just wanted to take a few minutes as a follow up from Monday's episode with Whitney Barbary. We talk about the Deborah anointing and we just really related in that area. And, um, I've never been told that I had had that spirit, um, but it resonated, you know, and it always feels good to feel that way. Um, and also, when I was preparing for my time with Whitney, I had this just um, vision sounds fancy, and it, it, it's not fancy. It wasn't anything crazy. It just was this image in my mind of a female warrior on mission, just dressed in white, surrounded in bright light, two swords, one in each hand charging forward with a purpose and she she's rooted in her identity she knows who she's fighting for um and it just felt strong it felt solid and um and so when I shared that with Whitney we just got on this conversation about what that looks like and how it feels to step into yourself and feel Confident in your own skin and be who you were designed to be, right? And so I just feel like we work so hard. You work so hard. You work hard to provide. You work hard to be the girl you're supposed to be. You work hard to meet. You don't even know you're doing it. It's subliminal, but you are doing it. You're you're trying to meet these expectations of who you should be and who others think you should be and who you think you should be. And like, where are these messages coming from of what that even means, right? Who gets to set that standard? And so I know you're working so hard. I know you're adjusting your attitude. I know you're Check in your body. I know you're thinking about what kind of friend she wants you to be, what kind of wife he wants you to be, what kind of mom you're supposed to be when you're on the sporting field, what kind of mom you're supposed to be at the school. What if your kid? I mean, there's just endless expectations, and some of them we get, you know, we get them from all over the place. I don't even know, you know, but they seep into our lives, and we try to be those things and it just doesn't work right it just doesn't work like it's hard and we fail and i fail and then it all just feels stupid and everything sucks and i'm the worst and i can't do this and parenting is hard and and we have good moments and then it all falls apart right like be honest everything's going along like okay i think i'm i think i'm doing okay crash if it's not that kid it's the other kid if it's not this it's that you know like I feel like a good friend. Oh, I feel like a horrible friend. Like, it's just the ebb and flow of life is constant. I get that. And then um, you have this feeling, just this feeling of something resonating with you. Well, that's kind of how this feeling was. And I just wanted to talk about it more. I've been giving comparison a lot of thought, and I'm probably not going to go into all of my thoughts about comparison right now, but I do want to talk about Deborah. Because when I think about female warriors, I get all the feels. Like, I mean, I get so excited. It resonates, my heartbeat quickens. I want to be her right? Like when I watch Mulan or Merida, Katniss, it's like, yes, like i come alive, you know, it's like good and right and true. And yet I just am always trying to squish into being more feminine, maybe. What, what even the heck is that exactly? Like more specifically, Christian feminine, and I don't even know, like, I I tried to put words to this. I don't walk around putting language to it, right? But if I'm forced to, if I had to formulate concise verbiage, I would say pretty, sit pretty, act pretty, look small, look smart, but not too opinionated, right? Don't talk too much, put others first, be gentle, don't laugh too loud. Like, I, I don't know. And Genuinely, I don't even have critical people pushing me to be less than I am. I don't. That's not something that I just really, really struggle with. And yet, somehow, these ideals continue or find a way anyway to seep into my mind. It's, it's the girl that everyone likes, maybe, or who I think is more liked in church, And so I try to be her, right? And so if you're too much, then guys don't like that. If you're too much, other girls are intimidated. If you're too little, girls nor guys are going to notice you at all. Like, we have to get it just right. But it's just dumb. It's also dumb. (laughs) Like, ah, I cannot do it. I cannot be her. I cannot be anyone else but me. I cannot. And... I don't want to be anyone else. I want to be me. I want to feel good. So I have a feeling you relate to that. I I was walking with a friend and uh, she was telling me how she was made fun of as a child and uh, she felt herself get smaller. And it was interesting to me watching her describe it to me because she really didn't have words for it. When she was describing it to me, she pressed her lips together and locked her arms down tight to her side, and she was quieted. Then, when she was a little girl, she was quieted, and that's when her voice was stolen. And so right there on the walking track, we flapped our arms. She did a little dance, because you know what? It's time to revive our true nature. It is time to be restored. The girl you are meant to be is Bursting to get out and be free and share her life with the world because that is her purpose. If that is gentle and meek, then that is stunning and beautiful. Do your thing. Show up there because I bet that girl sees and feels things in a room that no one else can. If it's the bossy one who knows the rules, then boss the freaking heck out of it because we need her. We need that girl. If it's the one who can creatively make things flow and come alive, then offer your ideas boldly. There is space for every girl. Ah, I could scream it. There's space for every girl. You are needed just as you're meant to be, okay? So Deborah is a warrior of the Bible and... Oh my gosh. I love that word. weird. Like it gives me the chills. It compels me. Like let's go Katniss. I love you. <laughs> All these girls, Mulan, Merida, Katniss, like Deborah, their characters, I mean Deborah was real, but who show what is possible. And that's what makes story so powerful because it shows us what's possible. Obviously we aren't often riding off on horseback with the chance to carry a bow, like I get that, but we are warriors for our families, for our own heart. Trust me, there is a battle for you, your heart, your voice, and for your kids, and it is certainly time to fight. Definitely time to fight, okay? And so, okay, so let's get back to this comparison idea. It kind of just... I don't know, irks me a little bit. Even just this whole idea of like Esther versus Deborah. Like I don't have to be an Esther. Esther, I can be a Deborah, but like Esther is more, is she more accepted in the church? I don't know. I I really have a lot of mixed feelings about that and I probably need to spend some more time on it. But because this is just a few minutes, I want to go ahead and kind of talk some of this out, but I'm a little bit perplexed by it. It, It's, Comparing them feels wrong. It feels wrong. And I value both of them deeply. I feel like Esther was also a warrior. I feel like Esther was also extremely crafty and wise and intellectual and um, intelligent. Like, she very handled that situation so, so well. So I don't, I don't know. But either way, I'm deeply inspired. I'm drawn to be a woman who hears God and takes action. And both women give me that. Both women heard from God and were brave enough to do the right thing and take the action. And I just think that's really cool. Esther's anointing has this image of a hidden strength this underlying power. It's a background kind of authority. It's influence, right? And so her trust in God with brilliant clarity allowed her to have enormous impact. And that's no small and that's no gentle thing. Uh, her gentleness, quite frankly, moved a kingdom, right? Deborah also carries authority. She's literally the military leader. So she's a judge and... That person is the military leader. Her role is much more forward. it's intrusive, um, unlike Esther, so I get that difference. Um, but and I, I suppose they're, you know, comparing them gives us this measurement, right? Comparing anything gives us a way of measurement. But anyway, um, I just think think about Deborah and how she, was able to solve so many problems with such clarity, and so in this situation, Israel is being um, just bombarded with lots of, um, lots of battles. The people are being very obstinate. They're turning away from God. They don't know, and and they're just losing, losing, losing. And then it's just a lot going on. And so who follows her is Gideon. You may be more familiar with him. Um, So they come to Deborah for him, for her to solve their problems. She's like Judge Debbie and she could have her own TV show, but like she literally knows the voice of God and she proves that she's willing to do anything to obey it, okay? So they come to her and she says, I want you to, they try to get more people, but two tribes come together and she says, gather these people and I want you to go to this place and take over this king okay i'm not going to get into all the specific names but the guy the dude who has come who has who is leading these people is like oh i'm not going if you don't go uh what like who says that i don't even i've spent a lot of time thinking about that and i just think that it's interesting to me this is what is pointed out to me in that situation who is the person who heard from god In that story, which person received the message directly from God? It was Deborah. So Deborah is the one with the assurance. Deborah is the one with the faith, the confidence. She believes it's going to be true because we can pass along our messages, but unless it comes directly from God to you, it's not going to feel the same, right? And so I think that's why he needed her is because she knew the message through and through It was solid for her and she believed it. And so he wanted that. He wanted that power with him. He wanted that faith with him and that clarity. And so, you know, I don't blame him. I don't blame him for wanting that. The Deborah personality, the Deborah anointing is the one who's on the front line and says, hey, girls, let's go right? Let's go. Let's do hard things. Let's dig deep. This is our moment. This is who we're born to be. A warrior on the front line allows every other girl around her to step into herself and be brave. It's like Deborah gives the permission to take action. And there's something powerful about seeing someone else that who you resonate with that one who makes your heart pound that story that you hear when you just know it you feel it in your gut like I can do this it's the one who says it gives you that nudge to, to believe to believe that you can step into who you're born to be and so that's that Deborah spirit and The fact is our army of women today needs to be powerful, full of every type of woman, right? Like every type of woman is needed. We're all needed and we're not all the same. We're not headed in the same direction. We're definitely not headed to be like man or equal to man. No, girl. Uh Uh-uh. So, so, so much more in store for us. These women are powerful, full of wisdom, full of influence. They have direction. They have clarity. They have vision. They're brave, brave enough to speak life into existence, brave enough to move kingdoms, move armies. That's who we want to be. That's who you are. It's who you are. And so this is your permission to be who you're meant to be. You don't have to be Deborah. You don't have to be Esther. You don't have to be Mary. You don't have to be Martha. You get to be who you are. You get to follow your own curiosities and hear the voice of God for yourself. Like, He is available to you. He is available. And the fact is, He will give you exactly what you need, what you need to do, and who you need to fight for but the truth is, we're on the front line of our life. Every single one of us, choice is already made. Like, this is it. This is our one life. And what are we going to do with it, right? And so allowing the gentleness of God, allowing the power of His love to wash over you and to, and making space for His truth and His word to Speak directly into your heart will allow you to be the warrior that you're intended to be, the warrior your kids need you to be, the warrior your coworker needs you to be. Like, keep your eye on who you're fighting for because when you have your eye on her or him, you're willing to do anything for that person. When love is your motive, healing is your motive. It kind of blinds you to the risk. It kind of puts you in the warrior zone. Like, I'll do anything for life. I'll do anything for freedom. And so, yeah, oh my goodness. I, I just think that that's a good word. And I would love to hear what you think about it. So reach out to me and be blessed. I love you so, so much.